0: Together. Thanks
1: for listening to the KC Morning Show.
0: It's today, Monday. Today's Monday. Monday. <laughs> oh, I hate Mondays. Why, why do you Why do you hate Mondays? You don't even work. I have a job. What job do you do? Well, I'm something of a famous
2: radio personality.
0: <laughs> I'm an entertainer. That's not a real job.
2: Entertainment is just a tool that pacifies the masses. In that case, let's get to work.
0: Showtime. Running smoothly.
1: Yo, yo, yo! Yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell, and this right here, it's your KC Moe. What's the word, Kansas City? A happy Monday to the KC morning hoes. I gotta keep this short and sweet because I gotta go walk these dogs and it's a little chilly outside. Gotta put a jacket on. It's been a while. They giving me that look, that look when you think that maybe you can squeeze something else in before you go take them out, but they know that that's not going to happen. It's time for them to go out. Yeah, you know the feeling. On the show today, the return of Jonathan Duncan running for city council. It has been a while since we talked to our brother Jonathan Duncan. Last time it was before the primaries and now, well spoiler, headed to the general. That's right, election day June 20th, but we'll talk all about that. Here in just a matter of moments. After that, we wrap with the beats courtesy of the Street Beast himself, DJ Diehard McLean Johnson, on equal parts the ones and the twos. Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do. Kansas City, I love you so much. Back in your feeds tomorrow, we take back America. Professor K is out, but I got something for you. Oh, you knows I got something for you. My name's Soul. It is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Absolutely. We'll see ya in the morning. Bye.
0: That creed, a creed at the core of every American whose story is not yet
3: written. Yes, we can.
1: The KC Morning Show. Back on your KC Morning Show, back by popular votes. Ooh, do you see what I did there? He is running for city council, 6th district, in district. He is a leader with KC tenants, a director of the national headquarters for the VFW. And my guy is going to the ship, the big dance, whatever you want to call it. Well, we can call it actually the general election, June 20th. Welcome back, my brother, Jonathan Duncan.
2: Hartzel, it is so good to be with you this morning. It is so good coming off that win in the primary, and you are absolutely right. My name is Jonathan Duncan. I am running to represent Kansas City and City Council in the 6th in District, and I'm ready to rap with you today. How are you?
1: I am great, my brother. So good to hear your voice, and I was realizing as I was texting you, it has been a second since you've been on the show. In fact, it was even pre the primary, and like I said in the intro, your coalition that you have built, they have sent you to the general. Take us back to that primary night. Your race, that sixth district in district, that was a bit of a toss up, man. Break down those feelings, all of them.
2: Yeah, grateful, I think, is, is the feeling I'm feeling most still. Grateful for our volunteers, grateful for our coalition. Nothing that we did in this campaign, we did alone. Uh, none of none of this. No part of our campaign is simply something that I've came up out of my head uh, from the very get go. Hartzell, you know this. Everything that we do uh, is worth doing together. And this is a people's campaign. You know, it was developed uh, from the struggle, the genius and um, the hearts of the people of Kansas City. Um, thankful to Casey Tennant's power. Uh, who went out there and knocked, I think, something like over 10,000 doors in the 6th District alone. Our comrades, our friends, our neighbors out there volunteering to knock doors and spread the message of this campaign. That's what carried the day. It was a crowded race. We had five people in the primary, most crowded race of the city council primary, and two moved on to the general election, uh, yours truly, your boy being one of them. Again, we were just thankful, grateful, elated. The power structures that be have criticized that uh, they don't enjoy our tactics or they don't enjoy the way that we collectively organize and move to direct action to prompt change in our city. The residents said, actually, no, we love that message. We love the message of co-governance where the city government works with its residents and doesn't do things to its residents doesn't work for the residents, but is working alongside its residents to craft policy solutions that actually impact positively in the everyday residents of Kansas City. So I'm thankful that that we're moving on to the general election, which is June 20th. And looking at my calendar today, we are five weeks out uh, from June 20th. So we are in full steam ahead with the general campaign. But again, I think that I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for the residents of Kansas City. This is what Kansas City is about. People holding the line for one another, going out and meeting their neighbors, organizing to craft a city that works for all of us and not just a select few.
1: So let's break that down a little bit more. You know, it's not just a the theoretical when we talk about co-governing, right? And I'm even thinking here recently, I guess going on right now, the charter review process for Kansas City, which I know for a fact, some of y'all listening right now are like, what the... Is he talking about? Explain even how, in something that's so in the weeds like the charter review, you know, even how that is still so much of an opportunity for co governance.
2: Yeah, so we are definitely in the weeds. And I think that this is important to talk about. So, the charter review, for those who, who don't know, the mayor is required to review our city's charter, which are the basic rules and regulations for how our city operates and who it operates for and how it how it operates. Every 10 years, the mayor is required to have a commission review the charter of Kansas City. 10 years ago, this charter review commission met for five months, I believe. Uh, this charter review commission has truncated it down to five weeks. So we've taken a process that historically has been months and truncated it down to a matter of weeks. And I don't know what the rush is. Uh, I don't know why it's been truncated down to five weeks, but for something so monumental, it has received very little fanfare. I would love to see a poll of how many of your listeners actually know that this Charter Review Commission is meeting. They've held a couple of listening sessions, but again, the comments overwhelmingly from when the public was allowed to make comment on this Charter Review Commission and their process all have asked, why are we doing this so quickly? If we want to move fast, then we can go alone. If we want to move far, then we need to go together. That's what co-governance is about. It's ensuring that we are slowing down to ensure that everyone has a say in how our city runs and ask those pointed questions about who is our city running for? Who does it serve? Is it serving the most vulnerable members of our community who probably have not heard about the Charter Commission? Or are we ensuring that we are actually cultivating a process? That is accessible and fair to the majority of Kansas Cityans. And I don't necessarily know that the Charter Review Commission is doing that. That would be my critique on it. The nitty gritty, the meat and potatoes of what the Charter Review is actually discussing is it's about how we vote. It's about how we recall city council members and mayor. It's some pretty weighty things. And I think that it's absolutely important that more people are being brought into that process, especially when we're talking about how we vote and how we elect our leaders and how we hold them accountable.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about some stuff in this thing where we would be changing the days that we would vote. I mean, this is some, like you said, heavy stuff that we're talking about. And look at you already throwing out good ideas. Yes, Jonathan, I should create a poll for your question. But, you know, I don't know how to do that. Would you be quiet? (laughs) My man, I saw that you were doing this panel with labor. And, you know, on this show, we are team labor, the power of the people. We can do some extraordinary things things, we believe, and the power to organize collectively. I know you do too. So can you break down some of what you did this past weekend?
2: Yeah, time is a blur, but uh, (laughs) Saturday, (laughs) Saturday, which was the day before Mother's Day, and I hope everybody had a chance, if you have the privilege, to be able to hug your mama. Um, I surely did. Saturday, we had the Labor Forum, which was put on and hosted by the Labor Beacon, which is a labor News Publication, and IBEW 24. Those are our electrician laborers. So we were at the Labor Hall uh, in South Kansas City, and every single candidate running for city council and the mayor were there and discussed all topics labor. Some highlights, I think, that came up, was talking about, and this is, again, a little bit technical, but essentially just prevailing wage, which is ensuring that laborers in Kansas City are paid a fair wage, are paid a living wage, talking about the problems and the struggles facing workers here in Kansas City. And I think that anybody who's working for a living here in Kansas City can attest to is wages, right? How are we paying our people? Are we paying them enough that they can not just make it day to day, not just put food on the table for the evening, but are they able to plan ahead? Are they able to enjoy being a Kansas City resident. Are they able to, if they want to, go to a museum? Can they get around the city? Can they can they be a thriving resident here in Kansas City? And I think for a lot of our residents here in Kansas City, times are hard.
1: I'm thinking of the criticism on the Twitters, on the Facebook. So many folks like, well, you know, they're making an hour, $12 an hour to, you know, sling burgers or fries at a McDonald's, you know, that's your wage. What is living wage? You know, so can you even get maybe more in the weeds on that? What is a living wage?
2: Yeah, a living wage, first and foremost, there are folks out there who criticize work, criticize workers, and they say, well, if you're flipping burgers or scrubbing toilets, you don't deserve to make X because that labor is not skilled labor. And I would challenge those folks to work a shift at a fast food restaurant during rush hour and tell me that it doesn't require skill. But regardless of what you're doing, regardless of your occupation, you should be able to thrive in Kansas City. I don't care if you're flipping burgers. I don't care if you're a structural engineer. Our workers do in Kansas City make Kansas City great. The example I brought up on Saturday, especially when I'm thinking about workers. I think about these big, beautiful things that we have in Kansas City and the airport being of note because it's one of the most recent projects. It's one of the most costly projects that the city has ever undertaken. Nearly, I think it's $1.5 billion project. You think about our airport. It was built and created as a gem for Kansas City. It was designed to say, look, look at what we can do. We are a city among cities in the United States and we had it built and finished in time for the nfl draft to say hey this is this is our front door i think is how the mayor described it well how does that door operate who operates the airport who is cleaning that airport who is scrubbing those toilets in the airport who is sweeping the floors who is changing the light bulbs who is serving the coffee in the airport serving your food cleaning up the kitchen the line cooks in that airport the baggage handlers in the airport. Without those workers, that airport is as good as a brick.
1: Hell, Jonathan, who built the door that's supposed to be the right. front door Who built <laughs> of the, door. the city,
2: you know? Unions built it, right? Unions built it, and there are so many other workers who make it go, who make sure that it's beautiful so that when you enter into our front door or you exit out the front door of Kansas City coming and going, that you're taken care of. How do those workers, who built it? How did they get to work? How did they get there? How are they able to put food on their table? And are they able to enjoy Kansas City or are they just trying to make it week to week? I think that everybody who operates that gym, um, which I think it's a beautiful structure, and I think we should be proud to have a world class airport, but it doesn't work without workers. It wasn't able to be built without workers. So, how are we taking care of our people who make Kansas City great? Every person that operates that gym should be able to have a thriving wage where they can not only send their kids to school, pay for daycare, but also be able to enjoy Kansas City. And so I think when we talk about a thriving wage, what I would challenge folks to think about is that what do you do to enjoy your day every day in Kansas City and who is allowing you to be able to do that? It's workers. I don't judge workers regardless of what you're doing and what your occupation is. You have value and you should be able to thrive in Kansas City.
1: Before I let you go, my brother, I feel like I would be remiss if I did not ask you, you know, what does separate you? What makes you different from your opponent that folks are going to be weighing their options against come June
2: 20th? The great thing now is that it's no longer a crowded field. There are very clear choices in our race here in the 6th District. And if you live anywhere from uh, the plaza, from state line to Troost, down to Bannister Road from State Line to Highway 49, or US 71, all the way down to Martin City, you can vote in this race. The choices are very clear. Dan Tarwater is my opponent, 28 years in the Jackson County Legislature, self-described conservative, underlined Democrat. And then there's me, community organizer, combat veteran. I'm the only candidate in this race who is pro-choice. I am the only candidate in this race who supports and will continue to support and protect LGBTQIA rights, and I am the only candidate in this race who supports common sense gun control, and as violent as Kansas City has been over the last year, it is absolutely imperative that we have leaders that reflect our values. I say that I am the only candidate that supports these things because my opponent, Mr. Tarwater, has not supported these things. In fact, he voted against supporting a woman's right to choose just last year while on the county. I think it's absolutely important, and as it was so greatly illustrated as an example, our city council stood up to Jeff City and said that Kansas City is a welcoming city for everyone, especially those our trans community. And I think it's important that we have leaders who reflect our values, leaders who will stand up and protect the most vulnerable members of our community. And so I'm proud to say that I am the only candidate who supports these things, and I think our choice is clear. Do we want? people who reflect our values to represent us in our communities and will continue to advocate and protect the rights of the most vulnerable members of our community? Or do we want someone uh, who simply uh, was termed out and redistricted out of 28 years of county office and I guess, you know, doesn't have any other skills and just thinks that their name's going to carry the day to serve us in a way that doesn't actually support us?
1: Jonathan Duncan, he is running for City Council, the 6th District, in District Election Day, June 20th. Make that voting plan now, my friends. Can you also maybe take some homies to the polls? Let's start that process, y'all. All right, Jonathan, it is that portion of the program. Plug the website, the handles, the floor is yours.
2: Everything that we do in this campaign is powered by people. Unlike my opponent, all of our donations come from individual donors. Everything that we do, those door knocking that we do every single week, those phone banking that we do are powered by volunteers. If you'd like to get involved, please visit Duncan4KC.com. You can find me at Instagram, Twitter, Twitter and Facebook, all under duncan for kc I love you, Kansas City. I can't wait to represent you and win on June 20th. Looking forward to seeing everybody. We'll be out there on the doors. So if you see me around, say hello. Would you have freedom?
0: But effective.
1: The KC Morning
0: Show. DJ diehards in the mix. (laughs)
4: I want it, I want one I want want I want I